Hello everyone, welcome back to another video on Feeding Curiosity. As always, I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, and today's short video is going to be a little bit different than it normally has been. As of yesterday, February 9th, we have hit four years of the experiment that is Feeding Curiosity. And it's always a time for me to reflect on what it is this experiment has become, because when I started this four years ago, it was a very different uh, time period of my life, and th it was a different world <laughs> in many ways. Four years ago, we did not have many of the problems or the issues or just the things to talk about that we do right now. And, But that's not to say that the reasons for making this channel, this podcast, and all of the content that the umbrella it's under hasn't changed. If anything, I think it's more important than it ever has been. The core of Feeding Curiosity has always been to talk about the ideas that we're interested in. When we started doing this as a podcast, me and my friends who were interested in ideas, interested in talking about big, complex, and scary problems that, well, frankly, we thought nobody was really talking about in our day-to-day -day lives. We'd go to the bar or hang out at home and just have these really long discussions. And quite frankly, were we going to solve these problems? No. But we were really engaged in trying to understand the world we live in deeply. And we critique things and we would take sides and not agree, but we'd still, at the very least, respect each other enough to see their viewpoint and hear it out. And as this thing, Feeding Curiosity, evolved, it became even more important that I would interact with more people, not just my friends, but anybody and everybody. Four years ago, when I started doing podcasting, it is not this mainstream thing that it is today. It was very new to even me. And, you know, with Joe Rogan being so heavily focused in the news, I'm sure that feels crazy for many of you. I'm sure many of you now have at least one podcast that you listen to at least weekly. And myself included, I get 90% of my information from podcasts first and then books and YouTube and everything else second. It's crazy uh, how much information I absorb from this format or the format of podcasts. But I think it's very important because in this world of sound bites and condensing things with things like reels and TikTok and all of that, I think long form is needed and wanted more than we realize because of how the systems drive metrics of engagement and clicks and blah, blah, blah. It's not, even though it's incentivized to do those things, I don't think it's incentivizing the quality behind the screen. And again, that's part of the reason why I do this. I found this fun for me and my friends to explore our curiosities. But also, I think it's something that many of us deeply want to do, be able to do. We want to engage deeply with the things we care about. And so before I get too much further, I just want to stop and, and acknowledge that I can't believe that I'm able to do this. I've always had this thing in the back of my head that I want to do something to make learning more interesting, more fun, and more accessible to as many people as possible. I would go to school and I'd have people say things like, you must be good at math or, or you just get things and all of that kind of stuff. 
it was annoying to me because I don't think I have a special talent. I just get really interested in something and then I just don't stop until I figure it out. And I think many people can learn just about anything, but there has to be a special thing that maybe someone explains a concept the right way to you that it clicks. Or maybe someone is just so interested in the thing and you're like, wow, I want to find out how to be that interested in that too. Or you take the interest someone has in, say, math, and all of a sudden that fuels your fire to be really interested in the things you care about that could be painting or playing a video game at a high level or whatever it is. Pick your frontier or pick the thing that just grabs your attention and doesn't let go, and you keep chasing it. So that's where I, I always talk about feeding custody's experiment, because even though it's me doing much of the work or me interacting with my guests to try and pull out the things that work for them or didn't work for them, the, the point is to provide breadcrumbs for everybody to say, this is how you can chase, this is how you can chase the things you really want from your life. I say that really specifically because it doesn't need to be career focused. Sometimes the things that are most important to your life can actually be almost 180 degrees away from your career focus goals. I'm not ashamed to say this, that everything I do in this is basically just me giving away my time. And I love every damn second of it. I have spent so much of my time in the last four years just honing the craft that nobody ever sees behind the scenes. How do I ask questions or how do I edit a video to make it more interesting? Or what are the ways for me to become a better writer to be able to speak more effectively for you? So I'm not using filler words or all of these things. Like I'm explaining how some of the sausage making tactics here. But again, that's like the philosophy of all of this. It's like, how do you create something that's meaningful and important in your life? And that's feeding curiosity in a nutshell for me because it's become this vehicle for me to, to basically fail and suck at something and hopefully get better and then provide something for everybody else to latch onto it in some way and say, okay, I think I figured something out or, okay, I know what not to do. And it's really fun for me. Like I never thought I'd have something like this that I could say is my passion and was be so broad in a categorical sense that I could use it as a vehicle to just follow my interests in a way that isn't just tied to my name because I didn't want it to be ericwenzel.com. I don't like the idea of me owning this thing per se because all of us throughout history, past and people way past me, are going to have this kind of drive. And so the point is just to try and put a brick in the collective knowledge of humanity to try and push everything forward. And the, I think the big thing that I've been latched onto with all of this is that the rate of change is, is exponentially increasing for all of us. The society we live in today is moving so much faster than it was 20 years ago and so much faster than it was 40 or 50 or early 1900s, like 100 years ago. The world is just going. And our system, the human system, is we're incredibly adaptable, but it's changing so quickly that it's going to take people who know how to synthesize things really well to make it accessible to majority of us. And so that's what I hope to do going forward, is trying to figure out ways to take complex things or esoteric things or just 
the nuance of things that maybe get too oversimplified on the internet, as it's wont to do, and try to make it possible for other people to at least have a foundation to grasp that complexity. Last year, I think we accomplished some of that with my first ever book, Blueprint, and I is this a really in-depth book summary where I try to take the themes of the book and the ideas or the studies and make them accessible. Like, okay, what does these themes mean or do, or how did people, when they first implemented these ideas, use them to be successful? And that's why I use range. I think range is just the cornerstone of how I think about all of this. And if there's anything that I wanted to give back to the author and to the people who worked on all that research is to spread it as far as we can. And it makes it really exciting for me. And not to mention all of the guests that I've had on here, many of which are my friends and started out as my friends and many of which I've met because of this, where friends have said, hey, you need to go talk to this person. And I've also been able to reach out to people that just never had any interaction with me. I'm effectively anonymous on the internet and I don't have a pedigree by any sense. And so people taking interest in what I've had to say and taking a shot in the dark to come on the show and talk to me about the things they're working on and what they care about is just really special because it's a hard thing to do when you've never expected to be a showrunner like this and as a self-proclaimed introvert I don't really like talking to people but I like talking to people one-on-one and getting in the deep nitty-gritty so (laughs) being a podcast host is maybe the easiest way for me to talk to people instead of actually going out to like a bar or something but I digress it's awesome to say that I've met so many people and also been able to reach out to guests who, or who would become guests that were on podcasts that I looked up to as role models. And it's really cool to be able to do that. And I think, like, I just want to do more of that, like being able to connect at a very human level with people. And I, I think that's where we'll wrap this one up. And it's been four years of something really incredible for me to grow this. And as you know, I'm doing more video now, so... That's where this one will go on YouTube and things like that. So as always, it's just one brick by brick refining this thing over and over again. Here's to year four. And thank you all for watching. And I'll see you all in the next video.